0: Hello, and welcome to episode two uh, of my Objectly Correct podcast. Today's episode is Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988, starring Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen, uh, Royal Dano, John Vernon, and directed by Stephen Chiodo, uh, or sorry, Kyoto, uh, of the Kyoto Brothers. Um, so... If you've seen the movie, it's fine. Uh, I do recommend you go see it. Um, But if not, you know what? That's what we're here for. Um, Again, uh, our players for this week are uh, Ellen, Roxanne, and Luxby. Uh, Now, we all have something that we're playing for today, so I will ask you guys one at a time what you're playing for. Ellen, what are you playing for today?
1: Hello. Yes, I'm playing for... Why do you hate the Cram Man so much? What do you I, have
0: against him? Why do you. What? <laughs> you need to stop.
1: I'm just curious.
0: Stop. <laughs> Luxby, what are you playing for today?
2: Just the subject of Dungeons and Dragons, fully open ended.
0: Cool. And Roxanne, what are you playing for today?
3: Uh, I want to talk about the Ernest Angely cult and um, the. Uh, the church that's still standing in Cuyahoga Falls and, like, shouldn't be.
0: All right. Yeah, just a reminder for the audience at home, they are playing for the privilege to have a one-on-one podcast with me about the topic of their choice. The topics are, again, Why I Hate the Crab Man, an open-ended talk on the subject of A and d and this cult in Cuyahoga Falls. Ohio. so
3: Right in our backyard.
0: Right in our backyard. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with, uh, Ellen, you went last last week. You get to go first this week.
1: Okay. Um, something I saw in the movie that you might not have liked is, you know, that cotton candy that has the acidic properties and because it's, uh, it dissolves the corpses inside. Um, when Dave was checking the prisoner's bodies, he was able to pull it off barehanded and he didn't have any damage to his skin. So you might not have liked that. Maybe it's kind of strange that he wasn't affected
0: by that. Uh, You are correct that Dave was able to pull off the cotton candy without any damage. However, you are also forgetting when Mike and Deborah were in the ship at the beginning and Mike pulled off the cotton candy. So the cotton candy itself is not acidic. Uh, Rather, it's just a cocoon that I think kills their victims immediately uh, and allows their blood to be drunk because... Mike also has the scene at the, the make-out point, the top of the world, where he's going through the cotton candy. Because uh, I think if it was acidic, it would have like melted like the car or any other place mm-hmm. that had it. I think you're thinking of the pies, which are acidic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah. the cotton candy was never shown to be acidic. But it does kill their victim somehow. <laughs> so unfortunately, Ellen, that's no points for you. That's okay. uh, Lexby. It is your turn.
2: Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to open up with the ending. Okay. Uh, just the fact that Paul, Rich, and um, Dave, Dave live, uh, that explosion and the fact that they get into that small car and live and the fact that Paul and Rich are like, oh, yeah, we just went in the freezer in the back of the ice cream truck and that saved us from the car explosion uh, but they don't mention the giant spaceship explosion so just the fact that they all live and it's all just instantly accepted uh, at the very end
0: yeah um i will i did have points against the terenzi brothers surviving the explosion um because they were in that car when they yeah. when it exploded very indiana jones 4 um i do think dave could have survived um, but there is something that you didn't point out about, and I'll point it out now. So uh, they they were blasted and they survived in the clown car. Uh, the clown car was actually parked outside of the uh, spaceship. So they shouldn't have gotten in it. like the clown so the ice cream truck, the brothers drove into the spaceship. so that was in there, but it was at the same place that the clown car was. So I don't know how they got in the clown car and then was blasted away by the explosion. Um, but yeah, Trenzy brother surviving is is 5 points there. I think Dave, I think I Dave don't think is think if fine.
2: you were in a car in a giant spaceship when it explodes Presumably, and then it fell from the sky, because just a car falling from the sky you would die like
0: that. I think the thing is that we have to accept is that it's a space clown car. So we don't technically know how They're durable not even it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah but like we don't know how big it is inside mad. of there that doesn't matter you're not buckled they would
2: have just been flopped all around and died. hey
0: maybe it's all like soft in there and it goes okay every time that they bump against it maybe um yeah so that's just a five points for you uh roxanne it is your movie you go last what is your first point so,
3: before I get into my point, I just want to say, Luxby, I agreed with everything you said, but, um, K San, are you really telling me you don't think they had a fleet of clown cars?
0: <laughs> you really? Know. T- All right, I think we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Were they technical, or was it me silencing the hate? Uh,. That's for me to know and no one to ever find out. Um, we will continue, Roxanne. It was in the middle of your thing before we were rudely interrupted. Uh, so why don't you continue with your actual point?
3: Yeah. So um, I want to say uh, I think you liked that the clowns had a lot of great clowny gimmicks. Um, you know, the the cotton candy cocoons. The popcorn seeds, the balloon dog, which was incredible, flawless, except actually at the very end, there was a, a point when they were a little careless with the co- with the balloon dog and he was kind of just like floating. Uh, the murderous pies and then they put the cherry on top after they melt that guy. Uh, they capture people in balloons. Uh, there's the shadow puppetry that kills. There's the invisible car chase. Uh, They strangle Mooney with a noisemaker. There's obviously, you know, the clown car. Uh, There is the twisty straw that they use to drink people's blood out of the cotton candy cocoons, which I just also want to mention uh, the way that they reference the cotton candy cocoons multiple times throughout the movie is hilarious. Uh, And also, tiny little thing, um, when the clowns come after Debbie at her place and the door vibrates like a funhouse door, little tiny note that was just really funny so i, I think you liked hmm. the clown's general clowniness
0: well you touched on several things that i all meant to all be separate points sorry. um but sorry. to balance that out you did say some things that i didn't actually care for oh um and then i did have issues with the balloon hound dog uh the balloon blood hound uh that's worth five points that that's genius that's amazing that's awesome Um, I did also have the pie stuff, let me, um, uh, the pie melting was, uh, that's 11, that, that, sorry, that's 6 points, so for a total of 11, um, with the, with the cherry on top, um, uh, the clown car gag where they all come out of the clown car, um, that is just 2 points. But a lot of the other stuff isn't clown stuff. When has Shadow Puppets ever been a clown thing? I I don't where did that why is that a clown thing? Also, the invisible car, that's a mime thing. I know technically like they're cousins of clowns, but it's clear I and I did have a thing uh, where is the sequel Murderous M- Murderous Mimes from Mars? Um where they're like the killer clowns come back and then their rivals are the murderous mimes. Uh, and like, they have like a turf war, like alien versus predator, but it's clowns versus mimes would be hilarious. That's, that's my, that's my pitch for the new movie. I know they're doing a video game and I think that they're going to try to get like a thing. And then, yeah. So shadow puppets is not really a thing. Mime is more of a, uh, the car is more of a mime thing. I mean, I don't really care for the popcorn cuz like the popcorn makes other clowns or something. Like it's interesting. Understand. Um like right, they're so- all interesting and fun stuff, but half of it isn't clown stuff. It's just fun things. Like like I don't necessarily associate clowns with party makers or cotton candy. Like I get that's more of a circus thing, like the cotton candy and the popcorn, so I I'll give that a, that, that an excuse. Uh I love the big top that being their spaceship that's just that's just very inventive um but yeah, half of that stuff is not clown stuff, but the other stuff is solid all the effects are pretty cool um yeah it's just it's just it is it is just a very inventive movie that I appreciate uh that is the end of round one. we move in to round two back at the top with Ellen
1: all right. I'm gonna say you really enjoyed the soundtrack, especially the opening number because it was like a lot of fun, kind of gave a Glid a' vibe and like a cool little picture into what we're about to experience with the clowns. but the soundtrack throughout was a lot of fun, but yeah, especially the opening number <laughs> you thank
0: you like yeah the 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 theme the opening theme is amazing is. I just love that it's the I forget what the song actually is, but it's the it's a classic. <singing> but on an electric guitar. Um, that's six points. Um, did you have another specific thing, or were you just saying the soundtrack overall? The
1: soundtrack overall, but especially the opening number because it
0: gave a really good intro to it. Uh, yeah, that uh, yeah, so that would be six points. But you didn't talk about the other specific thing. I. I didn't have anything overall that the soundtrack was like amazing overall um but i did have um there's the song when the clowns start going into town uh and it's a bit more creepy it's not that same but i i still enjoyed that but you didn't point that out um you just had the overall soundtrack so you don't get points for that but uh you still get six points on that for the opening theme
3: I feel like that's kind of what Ellen was also talking about. I don't yeah, know.
0: I I asked her if she had anything more specific, and she yeah, said the first song. I was
1: just talking song, about the opening number first.
0: I yeah. was trying to lead her into it, but she didn't get it, so. All right. Yeah, the soundtrack is still good, but um, it's not, I didn't have anything overall about the soundtrack. She still gets six points. Uh, Lexby, we come back to you.
2: Um, I'm just going to, like, reference the old man in the very beginning, like there's a lot of quotes I wrote down. Uh, old men's hang, like when the spaceship goes by, old man go, Bob goes, well I'll be hornswoggled. Did you see that little <laughs> sky guppy zip down in there, poo? Huh, it's, it's, I don't know how, uh, comment and, I can't read the rest of it. Oh, it's coming late in my backyard. <laughs> Uh, And then he, at one point, he says, uh, when he sees the circuit, he's like, I want airplanes and tacos. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: Okay. Uh,
2: But there's more. Uh, Well, I'll be greased, fried. What in blue blazes is the circus doing in these parts? I love the circus. Uh, He just accepts that it's the circus after seeing it fall down. Uh, and then a clown proceeds to use a net on Pooh and steals Pooh and for some reason the bandana's off of Pooh in there. Dog's gone. He says, something fishy's going on here. What in tarnation's going on here? And then he punches the circus tent and after knowing it's metal, after knowing it's metal, he says... I'll tear this thing apart with my bare hands. And it's All like, right. no. I'm going
0: to I'm going to have to cut you off cuz you've you've gotten you've already gotten four different points from me. So I'm going to cut you off here because you're going on a streak right now. Um so I'll go back with the main point points. Um you definitely got they're going to have hot dogs, going to have helicopters and airplanes and tacos. <laughs> I just love that the tacos comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That's that's five points right there. Um, yeah, you have, um... The clown catches the dog in the net and somehow his bandana comes off? (laughs) Like, the rest of the movie, they use, like, the count and candy gun, But they just use a net right at the beginning to not give away that plot point, I guess? Um, old man punches the tent. That's another three points. Um... And then I'll tear this thing apart with my bare hands. Yeah, man, he really loves his dog, and I appreciate that. So let me add all of that up. That is, for the first one, that's 11. I think that's 16 points overall. So I, I did stop you because you, you were going to probably get a lot more? It's just
2: all, like, the same scene. So I just yeah. wanted to, like, yeah, put it together
0: uh one thing i do want to ask why would the old man punch the tent yeah (laughs) because like it's going like if he thinks it's an actual tent it's just gonna like (laughs) like it's not gonna actually do anything so was it just to reveal that it's a spaceship like we know because like it it was the meteor like it was pretty obvious um but yeah so that's 16 points right there for you uh roxanne we come back to you
3: Alright. So um, you know, I had I had so many notes on this movie, but um I had an entire note category for uh Officer Mooney. Um so I'm just gonna talk about Mooney. Um Okay, go ahead. So oh my god, he was so fun. Um, you know, I think you hated him, but I think you probably loved how much you hated him. Um so he's pissed from start to finish. Yes. Um he is the embodiment of of police brutality he um is just an angry old man with a hard-on for violence um he uh you know he starts off by you know manhandling those college kids who are arrested for drinking in the park he also does assault another inmate you know the clown by um you know smacking him in the back of the head with his flashlight uh he um there's this nice scene where he's reading a gun magazine and laughing. Um, he, uh, I counted at least four times where he does hang up on people who are calling about the clowns. Yeah. Um. But also there is another scene where, you know, he is literally, um, because he is so determined to not take the clown thing seriously.
0: He's he, just ignoring um, all the phone calls.
3: Yes. Um. Oh. Another important note about him, um, uh, when uh, he does arrest the clown, um, after, you know, he threatens to shoot the clown, he also says, um, I'm supposed to read you your rights, but you're in Mooney's jail and you ain't got no rights, which is just, you know, a really poignant statement about, uh, you know, the state of policing in America, especially for the 80s. Um, He also is just you know, outwardly hostile towards other characters throughout the movie. He, um, he does call Debbie a tramp, which, uh, you probably didn't like. Um, he, uh, he doesn't call the state police when Dave literally tells him to, thinks they're trying to force him out of the force. Um, and another thing about him, which honestly blew my fucking mind, uh, he tells Dave, uh, you're not going to make a dummy out of me, Which was fantastic foreshadowing, because later, when, you know, he's strangled with a noisemaker, that same clown that kills him does literally turn him into a ventriloquist dummy, which was just a very fitting end for him. So I think you just probably had a lot of fun with how just detestable he was.
0: Okay, yeah, obviously. Um, Let me... Just, Just a second... I'm looking through all my notes because, obviously, I wrote these in order as I watched the movie. Um, trying to remember when he says you're not going to... Is it after that uh, Deb and Mike are there saying that the clowns are there that he says you're not going to make a dummy out of me?
2: He did say um, that.
3: He says it to... I believe it is after yes. Mike and Debbie are there. Okay, and I found yeah. it.
0: Yeah, he says, but you're not gonna make a dummy out of me. I do want to point out. He sounds a lot like um oh god, the guy that plays Mr. Krabs, but not when he does <laughs> Mr. Krabs. When he's when it's his normal voice, like when he was in Shawshank Redemption, and he's that terrible cr- cop. What? Do you not, did you not? Did you not know Mr. Krabs was the evil police officer in Shawshank?
3: I did not know that Eugene Krabs was in Shawshank.
0: Clancy Brown, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the cop um, that. Uh, uh, I'm like, do I spoil Shawshank oh, Redemption? I've seen,
3: seen that, Shawshank. But, but I did not. I know that meant was for him. the
0: audience.
3: Oh, it's a uh, uh, out. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: he's the he's the cop that shoots the kid. I like this. You know, okay. this
2: podcast is about spoiling. <laughs> he's old. Yeah. About.
0: Yeah, but this for this movie. I don't want to spoil other movies. But yeah, he's this shitty cop from Shawshank Redemption. Um,
3: okay, I know. Yeah, the guy. he just
0: like this dude. I think it's um, John Vernon. He yes. just sounds so much like um, Clancy Brown. It was crazy. I really th- kind of thought it was Clancy Brown dressed as an old man, um, but it wasn't. So yeah, you're not gonna make a dummy out of me. Is is good foreshadowing? I really appreciate that. Uh, that's six points. Um. Mooney continues to be a terrible cop, which I did like, because they're keeping him consistent. That's another three points. Um. There, what, what else is it? Like, that's when he dies, so I need to go back a little bit. Um. I want to say there might have been another thing where it's like, yeah, he's just a terrible cop. Um. Oh yeah, Mooney thinks the whole town is out to get him. <laughs> that's another two points. Um. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. Because I didn't have like. I didn't remember him saying that Deb was a tramp.
3: He also but- called Mike a fart.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that either. <laughs>
2: I remember oh. the fart, but I don't remember the tramp. And that makes yeah. me go, why did the fart stick out?
3: <laughs> it was the more <laughs> absurd one, you know? Eight. And I think,
0: Yeah, 11. Okay, so that's 11 points overall for you. All right. Uh, so we move into round three. A very high-scoring game, as it stands currently. Uh, Ellen, we come back to you.
1: Okay. Some characters that you also might have had fun with for the ice cream brothers. Um, from the very start, they start with this, like, being so, like, picturing to make money, but also just, like, they really seem to be, f- you know what they want. Uh, they, some of my favorite, some of the favorite lines are, like, a tasty treat for while you screw, or the lick a stick, what they named their ice cream, or, like, when they had the girls in the truck with them, uh, they say, like, take it easy, keep your shirt on. But then they say, don't worry, we intend to. <laughs> like, no one wants to go with these guys. And then, like, later on down the line when they're in the ball pit, like, the clowns that, like, capture them have, like, the boobs. And I like how they focus on that, and they just see that as, like, Debbie's, like, two roommates who, like, they were told were hot. And that's also how they were convinced to essentially go along with this plan um, by Debbie's boyfriend to come and, like, Hold on. Is save someone... the day.
0: What is that sound? What? Oh. I, heard...
2: I was muted. It's not me. I was also muted.
1: It sounded
0: like that. someone was hitting something, and I, I was frozen. I was not moving at all.
1: Ellen, were you I'm getting a... too excited? I don't know. Maybe I was touching my mic or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, I think hear there's something with talking. your audio you might want to check out. But, yeah, so, um, I mean, for the most part, at the beginning, I found that Terenzi brother is kind of annoying at the beginning there but the callback to are you Debbie's roommates? I really appreciate it. Yeah,
1: I just, uh, overall, they, they were like fun characters that you might've enjoyed.
0: Um, so I think that's, that's just nine or that's three points there. Uh, and then I do want to say, I think I, I, I came up with a name for the female clowns. I just called them Harlequins. Uh, take a guess why, um. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's three points. But yeah, at the beginning, the Trenzi brothers are a bit annoying. Um. Okay. Um. We come back to Luxby. Okay. Let's what?
2: See. Um. I'm going to do the uh, the popcorn, Debbie why is pop oh wait no chief running of the mouth do you remember that oh
0: yeah i remember that
2: that's the one i'm uh, going to do that the and what was he said what was he repeating over and over
0: uh, um he enough was with saying the moons.
2: yeah enough with the moons enough with the moons so I'm it just is gonna like, point out we that. we need like,
0: to follow tracks. It is many, many, like, many, uh, so yeah, many Mike, moons.
2: Mike basically, within a couple of se- like minutes into the movie, says two really offensive lines, which is that he, he base and um, Belinda the Bulimic Wonder. Watch her binge and purge. I, I I would say Mike does not really start out the movie <laughs> with. <laughs> Much likability. Uh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I had all three of those. Um, Mike does an offensive native impression at 11.58. That's minus five there. Uh, Belinda, the bulimic wonder, another minus five there. As Don't know why that was a thing. Like, he could have said the bearded woman. Yeah. He could have said the strong man.
2: Yeah.
0: It just kind of gets offensive. Um, and then the thing... Debbie says, enough with the moons. I was annoyed because he was repeating the word many and not the word moons. Because yeah. he, like, he was like, it's going to take us many, 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 many. And she's like, enough with the moons. And I go, what do you mean the moons? He wasn't <laughs> saying moons. You interrupted him before he could say it. Um, yeah, so that. That's 13 points right there for you, Lux. Uh, we move back to Roxanne.
3: Uh, so I want to say as, as a negative, um, I, so I actually had another separate note category for people are dumb. Um, now this, you know, did add to some hilarity, um, but you know, it's, it's just annoying when people act more dumb than would, then I can suspend my disbelief to really, uh, agree with in a movie. And I, I think you're probably on board with that. So, you know, the clowns are doing their fun, uh, you know, silly ways of of killing people. And people are just, like, really falling for it. So, first one, uh, there's the puppet show. That guy is just, like, he's watching the the little puppet show with the little kind of, like, sock puppet type things. Not exactly sock puppets, but, you know. And it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's nighttime. He's alone. He's thinking, like... This is this is totally normal. And then when like one puppet gets fucking vaporized, he laughs instead of being horrified. Uh, you know, and then of course the gun gets turned on him and he gets vapor well, you know, turned into cotton candy. Second one, initially when the woman o- answers that door and there's a yeah. pizza delivery, she's like pizza instead of being like what the fuck? S- third one. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, pizza.
3: Right. <laughs> Instead of closing her door instantly. Uh, next one,
1: yeah. candy
3: delivery from the most horrifying-looking clown. And the lady thinks it's from her husband, and she thinks it's cute. What? And then the other one, uh, after one of the clowns uh, dumps the popcorn into the dumpster at Big Top Burger, which, you know, is great. Um, he. Leans all the way into the dumpster. Why? Why would you ever do that? He would have been fine if he just looked in and, you know, was like, oh, there's something weird going on in there. Like, I'm not going to deal with that right now. Uh, Anyway, people are dumb. I think he probably was, were kind of annoyed by that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, you touched on several things. Uh, I'll I'll go backwards. Um, Guy hears weird noise from the trash can and decides to investigate. Like, you just threw stuff in there. You probably know it's a raccoon. Why would you go back and say, what are you doing in there? It's like, you get paid minimum wage, dude. Move on. Um. Uh, the pizza, the pizza lady. Uh, you didn't bring this up, but when all the clowns started appearing, she kept, like, she doesn't, like, scream. She's like, oh, no. I'm like, was she afraid of a gangbang? Like, what was her... Like was she thinking that these clowns were gonna get freaky with her?
3: It did feel vaguely pornographic,
0: <laughs> uh, which was probably just with the pizza yeah, um all big note I had why is no one afraid of the very obviously scary clowns? like like I'm not afraid of clowns, I can admit that these clowns are fucked up now you see these clowns, you're not you're gonna cross the street to get away from them
3: <laughs> why? gonna cross into another plane of existence to get away from him
0: um i think yeah so i didn't really have i didn't have yeah i think it was when the lady with the uh candy that's when i write why is no one afraid of the very obviously <laughs> scary clowns like their mouths are so huge their eyes are like how do you think that's a person um, so yeah, The Scary Clowns is four points. Um. And then the dude checking out the trash can is three points. So that's seven points for you.
3: Alright.
0: Okay, so we come into round four. Uh, we are back at Ellen.
1: Okay. When the clown is, like, on his invisible, like... Car ch- like harassing the guy in the car like for a brief moment like towards the end I could see the black motorcycle that was carrying him instead of just invisible cars mm. so maybe you didn't like that if you caught that
0: interesting I did not caught I did not caught that I did not catch that <laughs> but um yeah no that's clearly an error Uh that's obvious that's automatically three points for you did you notice anything else about that
1: um well. It's just, it it was interesting because, like, he was ramming the car on the road, too, and, like, again, another thing with the cars, like, even, like, like, ramming into, like, the ice cream truck or ramming into the police car, it's interesting that, like, the cars didn't really get that much damage overall. Like, I don't know, I didn't really, but granted the clown was in an invisible car. Yes. That would make sense that it wouldn't be damaged, but I guess that leads into just another thing I had. When like the police car was rammed into in the beginning by like the boy and girl couple, I don't uh, Denise and her boyfriend. That kind of still looked yeah. fine, and also the ice cream truck when the uh, police car rammed into that one, it still it was. Well, I will
0: say damage. the ice cream car, the ice cream truck getting hit by a sedan. Obviously, the sedan's going to have a lot more damage than the yeah. ice cream truck.
1: I mean, um, the sedan wasn't that
0: damaged. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't really have anything about. Car, vehicular damage but fun fact when uh when that guy gets rammed off the road by shorty in the invisible car um he does uh they did have like the effect of him going over that bridge and it was supposed to be like more dramatic but i think it got caught on the curb or something so that's why it only like slowly goes over the cliff um uh yeah so i will i will give you i do think you get three points for that the other thing i wanted to mention about that scene shorty. Was it was it Rudy?
3: That it was not Shorty. That was much it, Rudy. It might. I don't know. All I, th- I know. Oh, is yeah. it wasn't Shorty. I'm
0: pretty. I'm ninety percent sure it was Rudy, uh, not Shorty. My bad. Um. Another thing I want to point out in that scene is I see a sign limit that says speed limit fifteen. I'm like, you are in the backwoods. Why is the speed limit fifteen miles per hour? <laughs> First of all, I had never seen Speed Limit 15, so I didn't think that that was a thing. I'm like, is that just a parking... Were they in a parking lot when they did that? No, apparently some roads are 15, but it's, like, public... like It's, like, in front of schools, or, like, like, city hall areas. Um. So, yeah, there's three points for you on that one. Uh, Luxby, we come back to you.
2: Okay. I'm just going to, like, how kind of stupid Debbie and Mike were just going into the spaceship and, like, one thing that annoyed me right off the bat is they kept calling it a shooting star after it was already, like, landed on the- it's a meteor, it's not- a star hasn't shot into, uh, earth. And then, like, while they're in it, they're like, what is this, a nuclear power plant? A missile silo? A military base? No, it's the shooting star! It's just like, uh, and, um, Debbie at one point knows it's a UFO and there's cotton candy everywhere. And Debbie just goes, no one stores cotton candy like this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then the last one is just that Mike just starts talking in the, like, while they're hiding. He just like, he sees the face of that one person and says his name out loud while they're hiding from a clear murderer, so he gives their position away uh, and causes the whole danger that they're put in, and then yeah and shot on them.
0: Okay, yeah, I have a couple things about it. um Yeah, that De- Mike and Deb go inside the circus tent. Everything is clearly not a circus tent, but everything is fine. Um, yeah. So that's five points there um i do think um yeah they see the circus tent and i do say i think they said it was a comet because i do i think jeb says it's a comet then she starts saying it's the shooting star which like when you're talking to your boyfriend i think obviously you're gonna say it's that shooting star we saw we're not gonna argue about meteors i don't think they're smart enough to know the difference between a shooting star and a meteor which i think Shooting Star is just a nickname for meteors, but yeah, so that's another five points there. I do want to point out that Mike is so excited to be in this circus tent. Like, he's just having a great time, and that's just weird. Um, yeah, you also have, uh, Deb thinks she knows how cotton candy is made. (laughs) Like, do you work at a, do you work at a factory, Deb? Like, you know how it's supposed to go down?
2: That was just, that just made me burst out with a laugh when I heard that because it just no broke. one
0: would possibly stack cotton candy like this. Uh, and then a the thing that you touched on, but you didn't you didn't mention the thought behind it. So the the clowns have just landed. We saw like the spaceship just hit, uh, and then they've just wandered onto it and they've seen it. Uh, and we know that they have the old man, but we see a dude named Joe. Um, he says Joe. How did they kidnap Joe? Where was Joe from? Was he also in the woods randomly and he saw it go down and go, hey, that's weird. I'm going to go look at this.
2: I figured all of those people were kidnapped What's, at the same time that were in Cotton Candy. Like that, they, that is everyone they had already gotten.
3: They'd evidently been to the top of the world, like the makeout point already.
0: Yeah, at but that that's, point. Where, that's where Mike and Deb came from. They drove from there to go to the spaceship. So, and it seemed like the old Cloud man effects. was the only one. So, how did yeah, How well, did they, they get yeah, up they there? jump. The clowns just jump thing. up in air and
2: disappear. So, all yeah. for all you know, they're just in the.
1: But ship. that's not
0: until halfway through the movie that we find out that they can do it. So it just kind of sounds lazy for us to accept that rather than uh, the the movie guys to go. Yeah, this is. They will explain it this way. Another thing, when they, when they run to the police station, they say, we saw Joe, whatever, and then the old man. They didn't open another thing of cotton candy. <laughs> they only opened Joe's. Uh, another thing to point out, the, uh, the dude driving the invisible car, uh, who get, sorry, the guy who gets rammed by the invisible car, that is actually supposed to be Joe. And he is talking to himself, and he's like, Joe, it's okay. Don't worry about it, Joe um because he was supposed to be the opening scene um that he was supposed to get kidnapped in that opening scene um and then have mike see that it's his friend joe because he was supposed to drive off from the makeout point because his girlfriend breaks up with him or something so that was supposed to be joe and he still refers to himself as joe which is just a little bit confusing that he's still referred to as joe um. So yeah, I think that's thirteen points overall for you, right there, Luxby. Um. Uh, Roxanne, we come back to you.
3: All right. Um. Well, I think you probably didn't like um, the sort of weird triangle with um Debbie, Mike, and Dave. Um, you know. So Dave is Debbie's ex boyfriend. Mike is her current boyfriend. And yeah. uh, you know, I think before Debbie even. Makes it clear that Dave is her ex-boyfriend. You kind of can sort of figure that out, uh, but then when she does say to him, "You're not my boyfriend anymore," uh, and he says to her, "It yeah, doesn't it's change the way," I... right? Yeah, you know, it's like it it does give us some some clarity into their prior relationship, but you know, whatever. I, I don't know if it was necessary. Um, but he says it doesn't change the way I feel about you, Debbie. And then he threatens to lock her up at the station for her own safety. Uh, He's very possessive. Um, And then, you know, Mike gets really insecure because of her, him being her ex-boyfriend. And then later, Dave arrests Mike when, you know, he takes him to the place where they had found the ship originally, you know, and... I, so, I watched this with my husband, and he says immediately, He's like, So, what is he gonna arrest Debbie too? <laughs> like, so that whole uh, all the tension between Mike and Dave was just annoying and gross and hyper masculine, uh, you know, because Debbie is an independent woman and she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Um, and then later, um, you know, when Dave starts to kind of have his character arc right at the very beginning of his arc. Um, which I gotta say, Dave's not a terrible character, but anyway, um, he, after he does take the cuffs off of Mike, he does say, um, uh, talking about Debbie, it's obvious that she goes for laughs, not stability, which is just like, okay, fuck you, man. (laughs) So, so yeah, all that was stupid.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, I did have a point here that you did bring up. I should have given you points for last round oh. i ha I just saw it here. Everyone I know is scared of clowns apart from Luxby. I'm pretty sure why is no one in this movie afraid of clowns? Um yeah, that was a, uh, i so that's retroactively giving you points for that. Um, yeah, I do have Dave abuses his power as a cop uh when he arrests Mike at the where the spaceship disappears. uh that's two points. Um yeah, I didn't really have the stuff about uh the yeah. stuff, but yeah, him being possessive definitely we were ju- we did do an episode on the fly which probably won't go out. So, don't know why I'm talking about it, but yeah, we had that movie's full of toxic relationships. Um so I would be admiss to not give points for that. So that's 3 points there. Um I will say, however, overall it did seem like their relationship started to become polyamorous. Which I found hilarious. Agreed. Um because like at some at some at points Dave and Mike spend more of this movie together than they spend with Debbie. And I think that's that's very funny. Like she's the she's supposed to be the thing that technically love triangles aren't really a triangle because the two guys usually don't love each other. So it should usually be like a line where she's at the middle and both of them are at the other ends. Now this one f- felt like a triangle. Like Mike and Dave had like growth through their relationship. It was like uh, Mike had to sit in the back of the cop car, uh, and then after uh, he realize Mike realizes that Dave or Dave realizes Mike's not lying about the clowns, he lets him out, and then he gets to sit in the front seat. Uh, and then when the Terenzi brothers die, quote unquote, he holds him back and he's like, A, and Dave says, it's all right, bud, it's all right. I'm like, he's just called him bub, uh, Bud. and at the end of the movie, like when Dave is revealed to come out of that, the clown car, both Mike and Deb rush to hug him. Hardcore. Like, it's not just Deb running to her ex-boyfriend and being like, oh, he's alive. It's Mike running to him and being like, my bro is alive. Uh, there's also a fun part where they're on the spaceship um, when right after they free Deb from the balloon, uh, where they're in those doors that are very small, that they that they run in together and um, they have to hug to fit in the door. <laughs> So Mike, <laughs> you can that. clearly see a scene where Mike and Dave are hugging each other, and Deb is in the middle. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I really thought they were going to end up as a throuple at the end, like, especially because he ki- like Dave kisses Deb on the head at the end uh, for some reason. So there's hope. Yeah,
3: if they don't get um, melted by the pies.
0: We're ignoring that. That didn't happen. <laughs> so I think overall that was ten points for you there. We so, move into to clarify,
3: yes. when you said the retroactive points, you did say last round you gave me points for um, like why is no one afraid of these obviously yes. horrifying clowns. Are you, is this a separate point?
0: Yes. Because okay. because just more people being excited to see these clowns.
3: Okay. So they were Fair. two
0: separate points. Um Yeah, so I think I think I don't remember how much that was altogether, but I will say the point totals right now. Um, Ellen is trailing a little bit. Uh, she has 12 points. Uh, Luxby is currently in the lead with 47 points. And Roxanne is just a bit behind him with 42 points. Uh, I think we're about halfway through the game, so it still is up to anyone. Um, and at this point, the dick button does I'm pressing come. the dick button. Ah!
2: Because the worst thing that can happen is Roxanne will be tied with me if I get it wrong. So if I did it wrong, okay. I know that you're tied with me.
3: Fuck you. Fuck you. You did you Fuck did it you. last
2: time when I, I said it first.
3: I know. And I was
2: muted. So I made sure I wasn't muted for round
0: 5. All right. This the time dick has I was been pressed.
3: This time I was going to not be a dick and I was going to not talk over K-san, but that's right. You know what? You're a dick. It's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what do you We're think, buddy? Ah. Uh,
2: I think you like
0: This movie. That is 15 points for Lexby. Fuck you.
3: I mean, it was obvious. It's a superior movie. Oh, I hear myself echoing, Ellen.
0: Uh, Lexby is now sitting comfortably in the lead with 62 points.
3: Go fuck yourself.
0: It's a good movie.
3: It is a good movie. That's why I picked it.
0: It's a fun movie.
1: Okay, Ellen,
0: it is back to your turn.
1: Okay. Uh, Another thing you might have liked is the clown who, well, after he just got his bike uh, vandalized by that one guy, uh, he gets uh, like, respect, and he just, like, punched the guy's face right off, his head right off. You might have liked that vigilante justice, I guess. Yeah, vigilante justice,
0: sure. Yeah, that one is, in fact, shorty. Um, because of his height, obviously. Oh, so, um, yeah. I was yes. just gonna say later
1: on, it's you might have also liked him because he was cute and also strong and cute when he put the cherry on top of the two that like they whipped cream pied them. Roxanne probably already said that, but I just wanted to add that.
0: Yes, she did. She did point that out. Um. Yeah. So that's six points because I really yeah that that death scene was obviously awesome. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, Lex, we would come back to you.
2: Okay. Let me... I'm gonna finish off some of my Mooney stuff, because you got a lot of Moony stuff. Uh, one, there was a, uh, I don't what... There was an error where, like, with the flowers that squirts Mooney in the face, they're put on the table, and then it's cut, and they back... The camera switches, and they just disappear. Uh, also, I wanted to point out... I don't know. Roxanne might have pointed this out, and I missed this. Um, Mooney says the name of the movie. <laughs> and, then yeah, out yeah. of um, and then goes, hold the outer space. And then... I found it weird that when Mooney was killed, and the prisoners were killed, that some of the bodies were left behind. Why weren't they brought to the ship if they're getting food? I thought that was... It's just for plot. That That's the only reason, I thought. Um, well... But before that happens, I liked when the clown walked in there, and then they go, instead of being horrified, like, speechless, they're like,
0: what are you in here for? <laughs> yeah, well... Do you think I like that is the thing?
2: I liked it, so I'll say sure it's if you don't like it mm.
0: i I mean, I didn't much care for the the goon saying, so what are you in for after him watching him kill a cop? Um but yeah, you still get points uh for pointing out the error there i will I will rebuke you on the fact that the bodies were left behind um because we know that I think it was fatty. I I'm not entirely sure about his name but he was still in the precinct um so I think that's why he left the bodies behind because he wasn't leaving yet um like they don't really clean up after themselves really um so I have to say no because he he was still there and he w- and he knew that there's another cop out there so I assume he was trying to lure him to get him to um but like an idiot he played with his food <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you got yeah You get three points there um, Okay uh, Roxanne, we move on to you
3: Hmm, What do I want to Talk about next? I don't know Well, I'm thinking out loud K-San I obviously can't ask you Because you know everything And it wouldn't be fair if I asked you Um, so, um, I think, I think that you probably liked, um, okay. I'm going to talk about a lot of different things regarding the shop scene. Well, the series of shop scenes. Uh, so first off, uh, I don't know the name of the clown that goes into the shop initially.
0: It's the red haired one, yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. So So first Rudy. Okay, Rudy. So first he sees the animatronic gorilla out front and, you know, he poses as an animatronic, which is just hilarious. Um, And then, you know, when he goes into the store and starts just tearing it apart, um, the shopkeeper who is just watching in horror the whole time is just hilarious. And you know, then the other clowns come in, and they're going through all the stuff. You know, they're exploring, and clearly, they're they've turned other people in the shop into cotton candy. Um, and then, at the you know end of their shopping trip, uh, Rudy then instead of trying to kill the shopkeeper, does try to actually buy stuff from him, which is very polite and actually quite hilarious. Um, you know, I think it's a little confusing. Uh, but I like to believe that he appreciated that the shopkeeper introduced him to so many cool things. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's hilarious. I think you probably liked all of those scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have stuff written down. But, yeah, I have to give you points for that. Uh, anyways, yeah, the, the part where he's mimicking the animatronic gorilla, which, I mean, he sets down his bag in front of him so and he's clearly not on a stand, so I don't know why he thinks he's fooling anyone. Uh, and then he goes into the shop and start I think a very clown thing of knocking stuff over and then being uh sorry going to pick stuff up and then knocking stuff over when he uh, when he bends over. So um I do want to point out like when that f- the pharmacist or the store owner calls Mooney. He's like, hey, I have a situation over here. And Mooney's like, oh no, not him too. And it's like, he didn't say that there were clowns in his store. He just said, he (laughs) just said, I have a problem over here. (laughs) And he's just like, "Mm, what? Um,. Yeah, and then he hears his, his friend, presumably because he calls him by his name, scream over the phone or just go silent, and he just hangs up, and he's like, mm, I'm not going to check that out. Uh, Mooney just being a terrible cop, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was uh, that's eight points for you there. All right. Um, okay, we come back to Ellen.
1: Okay. Uh, in the bathroom scene, when the clown came out of the toilet to attack Debbie... Um, I could see the arm of a crew member operating that puppet, so you might not have liked that. And also, just before, I, I forgot to mention this, but also from the Ice Cream Bros, they, another line I loved that they said was, well, when Mike and Dave said, get out of the truck, come on, and, but they said, we can't, it's rented. So I just thought that was funny, too, and I wanted to say that. But, yeah, I did not notice
0: ain't. the hand for the, uh, for the, uh, crew member. However, I did notice, um... In that scene, when she, when the uh, stuff comes out of her medicine cabinet, there are two very obvious holes uh, that the puppets are coming out of. Um, so that's three points there. Um, I do believe I have. It's we can. It's rented. Yes, I do. Um, get out of the car. We can. It's rented. I just love being them being broke college students presumably, yeah. and then they can't afford to replace this car. <laughs> uh, so that's four points. So I think um, that. I think that's seven points overall. Um, we come back to Luxby.
2: Um, I'm down to the very last ones. Uh, so I'm just going to do this quote. Uh, what are you going to do with those pies, boys, when all of the clowns get out of the car and are holding pies like I, that, I have that quote written down and I thought that out of nowhere made me it made me laugh <laughs> I was not expecting that to come out of his mouth
0: yeah no that is pretty funny I didn't have that but I w- I'll give you three points for that anyways okay uh we move on to Roxanne
3: so, I don't think we really talked about the interior of the ship. Um, so, the interior of the ship is just fantastic. Um, you know, it, so first off, you know, when we see it initially, and at that point, we don't know exactly what's going on with the cotton candy. You know, we know it's like, it's people, but, um, and we don't know. Cotton
0: candy <laughs> is people.
3: <laughs> yes, it's people. Um and we don't know what's going on with the popcorn the first time we see it. Um, but, you know, we see all the pop, the cotton candy hanging. We see the popcorn popper. There are all the bright colors, all the big buttons that, you know, Mike is just pressing like an oaf. Um, and uh, like later on when they're in the spaceship, there are all of the funhouse elements, like the disorienting hallways, uh, the hallway that's just like full of balloons, like the, um, did I say moving hallways already? Uh, or did I say disorienting hallways? Can't remember. Disorienting hallways. Ah, okay. Yes, disorienting stuff. The stripes. Uh, there's the part where, you know, we did briefly mention the small door, but I love when, like, Mike opens the door and he's like, another door. Another door. And then he opens it, another door. Another door. door. Uh, but yeah, the interior of the ship is just, like, fantastic. 10 out of 10. Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of good points overall. A lot of different men- things mentioned. I don't think I really had anything written down about the specifics, but you're absolutely right. And I, I think overall, I think that was 17 points right there. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure. But, yeah, I have the scores written down, so it's fine. Um, yeah. And I think, how are we doing? You got one or two things left, Luxby?
2: That was one of my, the another door was one of the things. So like one they, or two. Oh, yeah,
0: another door is three points. Yeah, yeah. Another door. <laughs> that was hilarious. Another door.
2: <laughs> I was, was expecting that was to go, go on way door. longer than it did also.
3: <laughs> I wanted it to. Honestly, I'm disappointed it didn't go on longer. <laughs>
2: Like, it could have gone along, like, another five, six more seconds at least.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this one's a window! <laughs> so I think, I think this is going to be our last round, then we'll move on to bonus stuff. Okay. Uh, Ellen, we come back to you.
1: Okay, I don't think this was mentioned yet, but you might have liked that after the clown got finished putting on his show for the people at the bus stop as they were like all in like with doing the shadow puppet of the like the crossing of the sea like he just like turns into a dinosaur shadow puppet and he comes down and just consumes them all as they were captivated i'm pretty sure roxanne said that already but i like that
0: so yes but she did not point out the shadow puppet t-rex multi-kill Uh, which I think they end up in his hand or something. Like that stuff, I didn't really care for. I he think it feeds would have just them. been cooler. I think it would have just been cooler if he just ate them. And he, but he just puts them in his bag. I think he feeds was, them
3: to the popcorn. Which that had me asking so many questions.
0: It was not. It was fully not. Understood. They were still
3: screaming in his hand.
0: Yeah, that was. My I was thing.
3: like, what? Sorry
0: um and then mike also says holy shit (laughs) that that killed me just he just sees four people presumably get murdered and he's like holy shit um another thing to point out i really enjoyed the american revolution shadow (laughs) yeah (laughs) where they're crossing the delaware i was like that's just over the top ridiculousness because most Mm -hmm. of the other stuff like he's got like four fingers and like He's clearly not doing any of this, so we have to suspend our, dis- our, our disbelief. Because he's definitely not doing the bunny. Because like he shows off the bunny, which is you o- only have one hand when you do a bunny. And he's using both of his hand and he's moving them over top of each other for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> that was fun. Um, okay. Uh, Lexi, we move back to you. What is your um... final point?
2: It's going to be the, um... What is their name? Uh, Paul and Rich. Uh, I think Rich was the one that said this. Um, if there are clowns, then... If there are clowns, then I'm Porky Pig. And then right away, they just stumble upon, like, a horrifying... Tons of clowns vacuuming up cotton candy and, like... All the evidence he needs like, uh, But right before He says if there are clowns Then I'm Porky Pig
0: Yeah I don't I, I had something about it But mm, I, I don't think I'm going to give you points for that But I will say they did miss An opportunity to have him say To look at uh, His brother and Mike and go Well that's all folks like, they're going to say that I'm Porky Pig and then not make a reference as soon as it gets proved wrong. Um, yeah, no, I also have... Like, there's so, there's so much, like, there. Um, but, yeah, no points on that one. But it's not that big of a worry for you, is it? Uh, okay, uh, Roxanne, we come back to you. What is your final point?
3: Okay. Um I still have so much so if I'm going to have to choose one thing um I'm going to say um a note about Debbie. Um so first off, um like okay, just a note about Debbie being just recognized as like, you know, a main character. Like, the clowns evidently realize she's a main character. Um, You know, when they come after her, it's like they really send in all the reinforcements. Um, You know, (laughs) like, there's a bunch at her door, and then there's a bunch at her window, you know, waiting with the trampoline for her. uh, You know, and then there's one actually in her apartment. Um, And then, after they take her away in the balloon, um, I just want to note that you know mike and dave are like you know what did the balloon debbie like the balloon debbie was taken away in what did it look like and i'm like what does it matter start popping all the balloons save people uh now they do have that moment of well dave has that moment of clarity like when it's really too late and they need to just get the fuck out of there uh but yeah they they really should have just you know, started popping balloons and saving people, which, by the way, yeah. nobody thinks to cut the fucking balloon. Mike punches it. Dave shoots it. Come on.
0: No, neither one of you have a knife on you. It's the 80s. <laughs> we know everyone carries switchblades around on them. We've seen the movies. Um, yeah, Dave tries to save more people. That That is worth three points, but is also the kind of the laziest thing. He's like, there's other people. It's like, you just thought of that? Um, and then th- I did have the balloon j- or the clown jump pad where she goes to jump out the window and, and the five clowns are there. They're like, come on, don't worry, we got you. Um, I will say, however, like the the when the pizza lady, she had like four or five clowns show up at her house. So I just think it's for the ladies because the parent, because I think
3: they, knew her they name. put the
0: ladies in the balloons and then they... I think there's a fan theory that the, that the girls are turned into those harlequins. Oh. And that's why they're putting the women in balloons and not um putting them in cocoons.
3: Okay. That's that's fair, but they did know her name.
0: Yes, they also know Mike's name and and yeah. Dave's name too. That's
3: true.
0: Which don't they don't explain ever. Um, cuz like it, First, they have an alien language, and then they can start speaking English. Then they can perfectly imitate Mooney. And then they perfectly imitate Mike, who said, like, two words in front of the clowns.
3: They're very advanced.
0: Um, so Clearly. we will go into our bonus round here.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Did I get points yes. for that no knife?
0: No. I you mean, you're right, me? but you're not going to Come points.
3: on! Come on! Mike! Punches a balloon.
0: <laughs> Mike's right, not the I... smartest tool in the show.
3: Yeah, that that's true. He's so not the sharpest will... tool either. Did
0: you just correct me?
3: I'm I'm agreeing. I'm adding. I was yes-anding you.
0: Okay, so we will move on uh, to our bonus round. Uh, who do you guys think is my favorite character? Uh, we will start with Ellen.
1: Okay, I think.
0: You really would have liked Dave as a character. Okay, uh, Lex B.
2: <sighs> okay, so before I say this, I'm gonna know that favorite character does not mean who is the best person. Correct. Um, I I liked so I'm and so and I can't think of another person. Mooney. I'm just gonna say you like Mooney.
0: Okay. Uh, and Roxanne.
3: So okay, I wanna ask. Just for clarity, are you also doing best performance? Yes, I am. Okay. In that case, I'm going to say favorite character is Debbie. Because um, I think she's the only character who, from start to finish, is a decent person. Uh, She also was kind of the smartest character. Even though she's dumb enough to go into the spaceship, she does realize it's a spaceship pretty quickly. (laughs) And she's not a piece of shit.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, None of you have gotten any points for this one. Wow. Which this one might have been a misnomer uh, because my favorite character are the Terenzi brothers. (laughs) What? (laughs) They just had so many lies that got me to giggle the entire movie. Like at the beginning, they suck. They totally suck. But when they pop back up with Mike, they start to get better. Uh, which they were like a comedic duo. So I think that really helps that they really know each other. That they were probably really good friends when they were doing this. Um, but yeah, it was the Terenzi brothers, hands down. We can't. It's a rental. The only thing I dislike was them hooking up with the clowns. Because why did we need that? Um, best performance. Um,
3: I fucking hated Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, man. <laughs>
0: Don't same. worry, they're dead. <laughs> um, but we'll move on to best performance. Luxby, what do you think?
2: Um, same answer. Mooney.
0: Mooney, okay. Uh Roxanne?
3: John Vernon as Mooney.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Uh and Ellen.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Mooney. I had that in my notes.
0: Best points all around. Uh John Vernon as Curtis Mooney. Roxanne got it exactly correct, but no extra points for that. Yeah, no, he just really probably believes in this he's He just goes so hard for this movie, which wasn't really deserved, but he he really put in a lot because he knew it was funny. Like, he just knew being as serious and crazy would make it better, and he was absolutely right. All right, now we move on to who my favorite clown is. Uh... Roxanne, we'll start with you.
3: So I'm going to say Shorty uh, because, like, I just think he's cute apart from being, you know, horrifying. And, uh, you know, he does kill that guy in a pretty, pretty dope way. And also, I do remember, like, a week or two ago when we were talking about this movie, you did remember his name.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Ellen, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Shorty, too, because of just how cute and how strong he is and how he just, like, stands up for himself and, yeah, just cute.
0: Alright. Uh, and Lexby. Yeah, Shorty. Once again, this point's all around just because, unfortunately, I remembered his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, unfortunately, yeah, he's, he's the best clown. Like, Rudy's the only one that comes close to being second. Um... Yeah. But, yeah, Shorty has little... Rides on the track to the biker bar. The one dude trashes it. And then he punches that dude's fucking head off.
3: He knocks his block off. He knocked
0: his block (laughs) off. What are you gonna do, knock my block off? And then at the end, he puts the cherry on top. Ellen was absolutely right with that. Uh, We move on to our final bonus points. Who had my favorite death? Um... We'll start well at the beginning with Ellen.
1: I was gonna say Moony when he finally gets what's coming to him, and like just like completely, and then like you see later on, he's being made into a puppet, which is like for, which was foreshadowing. Like,
0: okay, uh, and Lexby?
2: Okay, oh, yeah. this is a very. There's two that I'm torn between, but I'm agreeing with the Moony one just because it was my favorite death out of those two.
0: All right. And Roxanne, will you agree with the pack or will you try to be unique and different?
3: I'm going to go with a different answer. Um, So I don't think that Mooney's actual death was that impressive because yeah. we see him get like, you know, his neck grabbed with the noisemaker. But we don't like, you know, see his full choking out occur. And like we don't see the clown actually, you know, go through the process of You know, ramming his hand in his back and turning him into a dummy. We see him after it's already occurred. Now, my personal favorite death in the movie is the T-Rex that eats the group of people. However, those are just innocent bystanders who are enjoying a cool shadow puppet show. I think your favorite death is the asshole biker who gets his block knocked off by Shorty. Because he deserved it, honestly. And it's hilarious.
0: All right. Well, unfortunately, no one gets any points this Because, yes, as Ross does point out. P-
2: Pie Guys, who, I, Pie who guy. I was going to say, is the other Well, one. you
0: should have said that Fuck. because it was absolutely the melting security guard. Ah. Yeah. They melt that guy. It's horrifying. It was between, okay, so, like, perfect. should I like, say Mooney? Because
2: I don't know. Does Mooney die right away when his neck gets grabbed? Presumably, yeah. Because like, you don't why? know full he yeah, could be just that, knocked that's, that's out. The, that's the same
0: thing. He gets I'm not, hit not into arguing the
2: bar. that. I see him dead. My brain thought of him as dead the moment the hand ca- came out. Because my brain liked the idea of him having to be forced to be ma- manipulated yeah. by the clown while still
0: partially. <laughs> I will there. say my runner up is the dude that gets pulled into the trash can because that <laughs> yes. just made me laugh. Yeah, really <laughs> the hard. dumpster
1: guy. Yeah.
2: But the but, the pie scenes maybe my favorite scene in the movie, just because I bursted out laughing with with the line, uh, "What are you boys doing with those pies?" or whatever.
3: That line gets was. Um,
0: okay. Bike
3: your guy deserved it, man.
0: Eh, yeah, you're right. But it's just much more horrifying <laughs> to be melted by a bunch of clowns yeah. than just having your. Because like it's very quick, it's very sudden. It is good, but it's not my favorite.
3: But let's, okay, I want to talk about those pies, though, dude. Like, when the pies start hitting him, he's, like, fine. And then, like... Yeah, and
0: he doesn't even scream or anything. Right, come on. It cuts away, and then he's smaller. The Terenzi brother, one of the Terenzi brothers picks up the pie, and then he's like, mm, pie. Which makes me... And then his finger doesn't start melting. Which makes me think that the acid they use, because I think the cotton
2: candy is acidic, because their faces are melted off. Uh I I don't think the acid they use is fast acting. Like I just think it takes a long like a long time to act. Stomach acid or something. Yeah, it's not immediate.
0: But Mm -hmm. I will go ahead and we'll say I will tally up the the scores here. I think Um, we're I don't know. At the end here, uh Ellen is sitting in last place, unfortunately, with thirty nine points. Still very solid. Still very solid. But um Coming in first place this week with 78 points, two ahead of the person in last, is Luxby. Wait, me? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Roxanne I was, was very close to catching up.
2: <laughs> I thought Roxanne beat me by one point.
0: Oh, no. Right. If Roxanne <laughs> would have gotten the correct death, she it. would have won.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> um, so next week we'll decide who the winner is. Let me go ahead. Let me add up the points as they stand now. Okay, so we got...
2: in slightly ahead of me, or we're tied.
0: Uh, Ellen is currently standing at 80 points overall. Okay, Luxby is currently standing at... Hundred and sixteen, and Roxanne is currently standing at. Uh, wait, hold on. Roxby is one, one sixteen. Roxanne is. Hold on.
2: What was Roxanne's number last time? Forty uh, one, I
0: nab- think. Yeah, her okay. Yeah, I did do it right. Roxanne is currently in the lead with one hundred and seventeen points. Yeah. one point <laughs> yeah. ahead of Luxby at the moment. So uh, and Ellen is thirty or er, about forty points behind you guys, just a bit.
3: So Luxby, I think you know what we have to do. Ellen needs to win next time. <laughs>
0: no. So well, Ellen, no, 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 you know what no.
2: Ellen has to do. Ellen, you need to watch Judge Dread every day yeah. until until the yeah, next. Yes, our next
0: one. movie is of course Judge Dredd you need to watch um, it every day yeah and real quick before we end here i will go ahead and discuss some of the stuff that doesn't didn't get discussed um at make out point first of all i don't understand make out point why would you want to go to a place where you know everyone else is making out <laughs> and is just maybe has creeps in it i don't know um two um Mike is best friends with the Trenzy brothers, and he's like, "Those guys are my best friends." And he doesn't get out of the car to go say hi to them. Like he's He's like, "Oh, no, he wasn't."
3: (laughs) He doesn't start making out until they
0: left. Until they left.
3: Have you never Um, had a girl in your car with champagne? I don't have a car. Well, if you had a car and you had a girl in it with champagne, you
0: should know K-San doesn't drink champagne. That's (laughs) true. That's true. (laughs) Right um deb's and mike's car shouldn't have been able to see that shooting star because they were lying on their back in that inflatable raft and they're looking up which their car wasn't a truck and then and it cuts to them looking at the sky I'm like that doesn't make sense um all cops are bastards minus five points um <laughs> teens see the circus tent and assume this is the comet and just not a random circus (laughs) also how did they land the circus tent at the amusement park how was there enough space at the amusement park when it was a boardwalk for their (laughs) ship to fit that thing's huge there was a crater when mike and dave came by to look at it
3: killer clowns find a way
0: um I enjoyed the matte painting inside of the uh, circus tent uh, of like that weird thing. It was just like the static electricity going on or like, you know, your one cool cousin has like that, uh, that orb. Mine did. Oh, yeah. Um, Deb flips off Mooney behind his back. Uh, She does the up you to him. That was worth seven points. (laughs) Um. Pharmacist saw Rudy turn people into cotton candy and he just didn't leave. Um, he
3: stays there the whole time. There's several scenes the of bad
0: ADR where like, like when, when the spaceship has disappeared, Mike is saying something. Then he turns to Dave and his lips don't move. And he's like, it was here a sec, like an hour ago. Um that one the one black guy at the biker bar who is credited as black biker just when the guy gets his block knocked off says damn Uh Mike drives Dave to the makeout point like I don't know why he went to the makeout point I thought it was very funny that he drove uh Dave or Sorry, I have it backwards. Dave drives Mike to the look, to make-out point to check all those making-out couples. We know why. I don't why. know why he drove. <laughs> I know why. Mike's cop car doesn't have a gate in it for some reason? So, like... Yeah. It's the uh, 80s. I've switched it around. <laughs> Dave's cop car hasn't. I'd have kept, I got them confused, I guess. Um, when they're checking out the car, Dave's POV is much darker. Because, like... Mike is in the cop car, and he's like, what's going on? And he doesn't see all the empty cars, and then it gets much darker, so I don't know why. Why are the cop car? Why are their cars covered in cotton candy? Like, none of the other victims' surroundings get covered in cotton candy, and then the other victims suddenly have cotton candy everywhere. Like, in the cell, there's just cotton candy on the walls. So I don't know why. Um, Rudy, the the... The the green screen on the driving clown was bad. Like you could see it's just it's not great. Um I enjoy that that Dave lets Mike finally get in the front seat of the car. Um and when he's in the cop car, he has to have someone let him out because you can't open a cop car from the back seat. Um funny trash can def. I enjoy that the clown that does a shadow puppetry just appears behind the bus um, how did how was there a light source bright enough for the shadow puppetry he was just kind of standing on the street um, I really enjoyed the old couple that were watching it they were just adorable um, and Mike says will you get out there and shoot the clown get him Dave kill him I just love that he's just telling him to kill the clown. Um, those extras acting were just, were just doing a great with that shadow puppet And they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then when they call Mooney on the radio, uh, Mooney's getting angry. He's like, Oh, they're clowns, huh? And he goes, so fuck you over. I just love that. He has to say over that was worth eight points. Um, Mooney's a Korean War veteran. Just wanted to point that out. Um, missed chance for the flower that the fat clown shoots in Mooney's face to be acid. I think that was a very obvious gimme, and then they—it was just water. Um,
3: kill him off that early.
0: They just wanted to put his cigar out. So this town is small enough to only have two officers on duty with no dispatch, and yet it's big enough for tens of phone calls to be made about the killer clowns, and yet when the when, uh, Trenzi brothers are driving down the street, like, there's just, pe- there's just a shot of them driving down the street, and there's, like, one or two other cars there, and then they turn, and then there's the clown parade. Also, the clown parade features several cr- clowns that had never been seen until that point. And I don't know if they show up in the final scene with Clownzilla. Um, Deb, after she comes out of the shower, she has boots on. Yeah. Like is she keeping her boots in the shower? I don't understand. I do. I do like that they pan away from her, uh, from being so that we don't see her nude at all. It's tasteful. Um, Luxby you were absolutely right Mooning being fucking hollowed out To be puppeted is horrifying You should have pointed it out Because that's not a part of the death They hollowed him out afterwards Also he looks a lot like Billy the puppet from Saw I don't know if like they referenced Mooney in that but it was pretty cool Um The Deb being in the balloon They just keep using the same shot of her Stumbling And then she's falling in it And that's just bad um. The security guard didn't notice the spaceship fly in. <laughs> the security guard pulls a sandwich out of his jacket to eat just randomly and not sitting down.
2: I don't think that's weird. Yeah, come on. Jackets have inside pockets. No, I
0: enjoyed that. I thought oh. it was funny. Um
3: His last meal
0: Dave doesn't give anyone his gun. He has a shotgun and then his pistol, and he's like, I'm keeping both of them. Um. Mike says Deb is gone after opening the clown car and looking in it when she was tied to the car in the balloon. So I don't know why he looked in the car to begin with. Um. The Terenzi brothers scream right behind Mike and Dave when they fall into the ball pit. Like, they go, Ah! And neither one of them notice until they're opening the door? Mike isn't worried about his supposed best friends on a spaceship. Don't worry about those guys. They always land on their feet. Why? Yeah, what's up?
3: During that scene, uh, I did notice some painted wood grain on the wall.
0: (laughs) Interesting. How dare they? (laughs) Uh, Dave points his gun at Mike when he knows the clowns are like seven feet tall other than shorty like they just he like he walked away for like a second 15 seconds pass, and then mike is like hey and then dave puts a gun in his face dave is also holding a shotgun upside down at that point yes
2: yes <laughs> <Hit>.
0: <laughs> um the fat clown takes a, a crazy straw to drink blood I enjoy that, even if that's not a thing. I did have women are clearly left alive in the balloons, yet Dave and Mike don't save anyone else. And then Dave tries to save more people.
2: I thought it was ridiculous that Dave says, We should save more people, right when they're like, Let's go. It's like, No, there have been all of these. Uh, You were right, Roxanne, about that.
0: (laughs) The clowns fall for the Terenzi brothers speaking on the microphone. Like, I'm the mighty Jojo or whatever. Oh, also at the beginning, there was when they're driving away and they're arguing. And you can hear on the loudspeaker that they're arguing. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Clownzilla. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I enjoyed it. Um, Dave does shoot his gun six times with his revolver when he runs out of ammo. Um, thing to notice, Clownzilla's nose pops before Dave ever stabs it. So Dave takes his badge off, goes to stab it, it pops, and then he moves his hand in closer. It's very subtle, it's very quick, um, but you don't notice. Um, So I do want to give a shout-out to the Clowns designer, Charles Kyoto, one of the other Kyoto brothers. Uh, And then Clowns were built by Robert Studio Design, with the fabricators including Dwight Roberts, Ralph Miller, Mark Rappaport, Bob McKee, Deborah Galvez... Sharon Roberts, Nancy DeTuro, Bradford Plows, Ains Ellis, Bill Sturgeon, uh, while the sculpting was done by Jim Cagle and Derek DeVoe, and the clown dialect, which I, I enjoy that someone had to do it, was done by David Nichols. I do apologize if I got any of your guys' names wrong, if you do listen to this podcast, but I have all the respect for you making all these clowns. They're very good. A lot of them very... I don't think any of the clowns really look the same. They're very unique. I very... I enjoy. And I
3: I want to note uh, the clown costumes were repurposed for the 1991 classic Ernest Scared Stupid, which is my favorite movie of all time, but I did not choose to use that movie for this because it is sacred to me and I couldn't stand to hear you <laughs> tear it apart. Uh, but yes, so those trolls, uh, so the clown costumes were repurposed into troll costumes for that movie. And those trolls, well, really, Trantor the troll, uh, that is really what haunted my dreams. But the other trolls in that movie were basically these clowns turned into trolls. And uh, like I could recognize, like, watching this movie later as an adult, like, oh, yeah, this clown became that troll. This clown became that troll. It was pretty dope.
0: (laughs) All right.
2: Can I name, like, the... I I don't get scared by movie scenes that often, but I found one scene in this movie very creepy. Uh, Interesting. Uh, the little girl yes. scene. Oh. Yeah. Where the oh my girl, God. <laughs> he's gesturing. Oh. Like I'm like smiling, joking around with scene. the movie. And then I see the little girl scene and I'm like, no, this movie. is very it. Like, <laughs>
3: yes, yes. I felt such um. relief at the end of that scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining me once again. Uh, Special shout-out. We all know that I am the best boy on this show, but this movie itself had two different best people. Uh, Our best boy, Electric, was Jeff D. Buchanan, and our best girl uh, for Grip was Fran Hughes. I'm 90% sure that Fran is a woman's name. Also, fun fact, apparently there's also a Fran Hughes that murdered her husband by setting a house on fire. I don't think they're the same person at all. Could be um but yeah i was like looking up fran hughes because i'm like i don't think fran is a guy's name but i don't think that they would have made it like best girl there's a game called fran
2: bow Bo. that's the only time i've seen fran as a name and it's a girl
0: um yeah well it can be francine or francis but francis yeah. itself can be a guy or a girl which is a bit that's confusing true. so yeah shout out to jeff d buchanan and fran hughes for being the best boys in this movie I names. will see you guys next week, and I will be here next week for our next and final movie with these guys, Judge Dredd, starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Um, until then, I am your objectively and absolutely correct host, K-San, and I'm, I know everything.